You're listening to Emails Not Dead, brought to you by Mailgun. Hello and welcome again to Emails Not Dead. My name is Eric and I am a technical account manager and with me is my brochacho, Jonathan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how, how are you, sir? Doing all right, man. You? Doing okay. Doing yes. okay. Uh, we're here this week to continue our series on just email good habits and doing the best practices that you can to be a good person. Yes. Last time we talked and you listened, uh, we did tracking engagement. Uh, we did sunsetting on some of the policies that you have. This week, we're going to concentrate more on complaints, on subscribe. Your list hygiene, you know, you got to keep it clean, you know, uh, <laughs> and of course, user collection. Like, how do you, how do you get it? What, what, what's happening? Yes. So, yeah, man, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, that's great. Like, that's exactly what we talked about last time, right? We, mm-hmm. I, we've already done, and we've ta- harped on this. I think the past few weeks, like a lot, is just the engagement, like keeping track of people, making sure that, uh, you know, that you have the right audience for the messages you're trying to send out. So. Mm-hmm. Where are these people coming from? Like that, that's what we want to find out today is where your addresses are coming from. Well, what's the best way to kind of make sure that you don't get in trouble with addresses mm-hmm. that, and where you're getting them from? So, um, yeah, that, that's exactly where we need to kind of start, uh, you know, harping on. So, yeah. you know, the addresses that you're consuming and you're, you're getting into your list or are they, uh, you know, free range, gluten free, mm-hmm. yeah. organic? <laughs> like what is what is that we're talking about here? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a rise in that of being free range. I feel like, uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of those that are gluten free out there. You know, I th- there's a lot of businesses here in town that have gone gluten free. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember you, the name. Uh, what is uh, the taco place? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a Senor Veg. There you in go. In San Antonio, Senor Texas. Senor Veg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Just um, to name drop a couple of places. Yeah. I guess. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, of course the organic piece, right? You can't forget mm-hmm. organic. Uh, mm-hmm. So in food, you know, organic, we you know, all know what that means. And maybe some people don't know what it means, but that's not what we're about. Yeah. No. <laughs> when we talk about organic address collection, that's a very different story that yeah. we know. Yeah. So, you know, is it something that, you know, somebody bought something from you and you are now sending them messages because they said, Hey, I like your stuff. Please send me more information about the stuff you're doing in the future or new products or product updates. So mm-hmm. organic user growth, right? Like that's mm-hmm. something that you communicated with somebody that you've had an interaction with previously. And now you're sending them to, or you're sending them part of your, or as part of your list. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're you're allowed to, you, they gave you that permission. Yeah. Uh, there's also people coming into websites, right? So if you come in a website and you're like, hey, this looks cool, but maybe not right now. You know, mm-hmm. like I usually do with cruises. I don't know yeah. why I always come back to cruises, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe it's because I really want to go on a cruise at some yeah. point in the future. Now you're gonna get but all the emails. I know, yeah. I know. Well, hopefully it's organic though. Yes, <laughs> so of hopefully course. it's me going into a website and saying, hey, here's my email address. I want to know about the cruise. Send me mm. your next opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well. Why do we prefer organic over processed? Well, one is we know exactly where it comes from. You know, yeah. if it's yeah, farm fed, you know, or <laughs> grass fed, you know, that means it maybe only ate grass, you know, um, and it only came to your website. So you know where it's from. If you purchase from a third party or something that's more processed, you don't know where that list is coming from. You don't know the, is it, is it valid? Is this a good user? Uh, is this actually a real person? You don't know that. Yeah. So it's, it's better to have it, you know, come from 
from a source that you know and trust, right. which is your own website would be right. great. Exactly, exactly. You want to break it down all the way to the to the nice least uh, least risky, really mm-hmm. overall. You know, and and I mean, even when you break that down, right? Even if when you have a website and you have some place uh, users can go and sign up, you want to be careful with how you consume that information too, because if you have just a web form out there that somebody can go in and fill out information that I can go sign up for my cruise emails. How do how do you know somebody isn't going to go in there and malicious put some maliciously put something in or yeah. you know put in a bunch of bad addresses or mm-hmm. uh, you know even you know use it as part of like a spam system because that's something that we've seen. I know I've talked about it a lot to people around me in the past and I don't know I might have mentioned it on here but uh, mm-hmm. you know list bombing is definitely a thing mm-hmm. and if you're not protecting yourself with uh, something like captcha right in the beginning like right in your web form to to protect it from bots going in there and doing stuff um, you can easily your list can easily become part of a mail bomb list where People run programs out there to start subscribing users to just about every single list that is open in this way, where there isn't any kind of protection, there isn't any kind of captcha, there isn't any kind of, uh, you know, safeguards against bots coming in mm-hmm. and using it to basically spam a particular user's mailbox. And why is that important? Why does that matter? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, people usually use that kind of stuff for malicious purposes. Mm-hmm. So if you get a password reset email, it's it's one of those things. It's, it's things that people do to protect, you know, the user, the end user. But if I find out your your password and like want to compromise your account, change the password and lock you out, well, hey, I can do those steps and then I can, boom, throw some mail bombs at you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden your mailbox is inundated with new email. So you will never see that user password reset mm-hmm. warning to let you know that, hey, something's happening with your account. So it's those kind of malicious things that you're trying to watch out for. Uh, and, then, and then just the fact that like a bot can access your system is not good. So CAPTCHA, CAPTCHA, CAPTCHA. There you go. <laughs> and you have to say it that way because usually you're having to do CAPTCHA multiple times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, someday I'll, I'll learn what all the fire hydrants look like. Yeah. Or crosswalks or buses. Sometimes you miss one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or I didn't see that bus behind that tree. Yeah. Yeah. It was hiding so well. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that brings up a a great point as well. Okay, you got a CAPTCHA, boom. Okay, the the user is essentially verified if they're able to pass through the the gauntlet, you know, to find the the Holy Grail and get through. Now that you have that address, you need to validate it also. Making sure that this is a – that address that they entered in is correct. Uh, Like myself – I have very large fingers, and there's a chance that I could mess that up. I could <laughs> mess it up or miss letters. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me you're not a Gmail person. Are uh, you a Gmail.com? I've, I've done it so many times. <laughs> or I'm not even paying attention, and I'm just put Gmail, like female and male, you know, <laughs> just to make sure they know I'm a guy and I'm, uh, you know, I just want to get access to these deodorants or whatever. Gotcha. I'm yeah. For. Yeah. Definitely. You know? <laughs> Especially in a small room like we are today, it's very important for deodorant. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. So you want to make sure you have some validation check in place. So some place that's checking their syntax errors. Some place is checking that they actually do exist. Some place that's checking maybe this, maybe that address has yes been in your system and you've done it, but you have it's been a while. So before sending out, maybe do a validation, check it out, see if it's still out there, if it's still valid. Um, right. You know, sometimes there's some systems like like we have that you can you know maybe attach it to the back end uh, of your of your website and you check it that way. Yeah. No, it's always good. It's always good to see exactly that. And sometimes it is just syntax errors. Uh, there's a lot of times where, uh, you know, a, a user will be using things like, uh, or, or will, uh, I guess, 
really, I guess that the next part of it that you would want to look at is uh, role addresses. Because mm-hmm. if you know if you're getting like a manager's at or info at, like you don't know how many people are going to get that message yeah. once it comes through. So that that's definitely one of the things that you want to you know check and make sure that it's out there. Validation checks. A lot of validation services will also check for temporary mailboxes. Mm-hmm. So if it, if it's a mailbox service that will just allow you to send message, messages for a day or a day mm-hmm. or two, and let's say you're sending out a coupon, right? They have to sign up for your mailing list to get a, a 10% off coupon. Well, I mean, that's not bad. That's a, a good way to entice users to be part of your mailing list. But if they just go out there and use a temporary mailbox service to put a fake email address, essentially, just to get the coupon, use the coupon and then leave, that, that mm-hmm. can then become problematic. So a lot of times we see that as a, as a problem, temporary mailboxes, but it really is a result of you, or not you. <laughs> not, <laughs> no, let's not get accusatory. I know, it's bad. That's is bad. Is it me? Am I no, no, this? you're not doing anything <laughs> wrong. What it is, is is that I think email for a long time had a reputation of, hey, if I put my email address in any location, whether I think it's good or bad, whether I think they're doing the right thing or not, they're just going to abuse it and they're going to start sending me emails. They're going to spam my message box. They're going to sell my email address. So we need to start correcting that as a whole. You know, that's where I look at accusatory. We, yeah. the collective we, <laughs> the all collective of us we. sending yeah. email. We have to make sure we're doing the right things and doing the right things with and for users to be able to do that, that stuff because we want to be able to get our communications out to everybody out there in the world. But if we don't do it right and we don't do the right things with it, it's going to come back and, and burn us just like it already has because these these temporary mailbox services have a reason that they were created and they have a reason why they exist. So um, not that we need to combat them and fight them, but we need to do the right thing so we can gain that trust back from everybody that we're trying to email to right now. And all this kind of wraps around, you know, is a great, you know, kind of segue into when we need to stop actually checking these addresses and checking, you know, for these address, like uh, to see if these users actually address, is it a fake mailbox like we were talking about? Um, you know, so when do you think is a good time to remove one of these addresses? Um, well, I think we talked a lot about that. No, no, I'm, <laughs> or, I'm sorry. I meant to say, like, <laughs> when is a good time to stop actually, like, uh, not removing the addresses, but, like, uh, to stop checking for addresses to, to see, like, oh, um, like gotcha. if, if these addresses actually exist? Never. Never, yeah. <laughs> you never want to stop. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's kind of the thing is that, you know, usually when you're, you know, when, when you have something like that, like sometimes, it, you, I don't know, you lose sight of why that is good. Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes we just don't see like the benefit of it, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. we just, it, it works and it starts working and does its thing and then it's doing its thing for so long that all of a sudden it's like, okay, cool. I don't need this anymore because everybody's doing the right thing. And then you remove it and then you see how much it was actually helping you. So yeah. hopefully that's not the case, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Soap, water, rinse, repeat yeah <laughs> like, you don't stop doing it yeah you, you gotta it wash your, your hands life. every day yeah, you gotta do it yeah every just, day i hope you wash your hands more than one time a day but <laughs> you know that, that at least that, that yeah that's a great segue into list hygiene keeping it clean yeah. you know making sure that these addresses like this is a process that's never gonna stop because you always have to check you don't know what addresses are out there the list that you get if you keep great tabs on it awesome great but you still need to you know need to maintain those lists um users mailboxes can get over quota Things can happen. People can get their mailboxes disabled. You know, the things that you don't want to be delivering mailboxes to, delivering items to mailboxes that 
you know, just aren't going to be engaged or give you something back on your investment on sending those messages to them. You sometimes lose people, not because they don't want your stuff anymore, but because for some reason it doesn't exist anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that does happen. Like sometimes services are removed, sometimes domains uh, expire, sometimes they go away and you will see things like all of a sudden no MX records come up, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, when you start getting messages like that or messages that are bouncing for those kind of reasons, like why, why are you still sending to those addresses, right? It's just going to get you in trouble later on down the line or can get you in trouble later on down the line. Not that it will, but it's a possibility. It's a higher possibility if you're doing that. Um, Users that are over quota, exactly like like you were saying, you know, sometimes that happens with an abandoned mailbox. Like it was a good user. It was an active user. And all of a sudden they stop opening stuff. So yeah, yeah get rid of it. Like it, it doesn't need to be there if it, if they're not getting your stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like just making sure that you're constantly removing, constantly getting that stuff out. So uh, yeah, it definitely goes along with like uh, list hygiene and the stuff that we talked about last time. Yes, exactly. You so know. tracking that engagement, tracking, uh, you know, what they're doing, what the user is is doing with the interactions that you're, you're trying to do and then making it, uh, available for them to have options, right? That's another mm-hmm. thing that we've covered in previous podcasts. You know, if they have different avenues to communicate with you, different uh, ways to interact with you that they might prefer, awesome. Give them those options. But we don't want to necessarily just keep spamming them or just keep sending them email really just, just over and repeatedly mm-hmm. if they're not doing anything with it. Because at that point, mm-hmm. w- what's what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> what is really the point? Yeah. I, th- I think this goes back into like really getting that relationship. Big ESPs like like Gmail, they really concentrate on the relationship aspect that you as a sender and the recipient have. You know, what are you doing with those messages? Um, are, are you engaged with them? Are you talking back? Are you clicking them, um, opening them? You know, are you just deleting them without opening them? Like, are you just really listening? Do you know what's happening, you know, with those messages, you know, and then um, what happens if they decide like, hey, I actually, you know what, I appreciate you. It's not you, it's me. I'm just not ready for this ad at this time. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go ahead and um, yeah, I, th- I think that's it for me. I-, I think I just received too much of your stuff. I'm just going to, you know, market as spam. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the danger, right? That's the level yeah. that we don't want to get at. So, I mean, and then it comes to what you do with that kind of stuff, right? So um, we really want to uh, make sure that, you know, if you get a complaint, what what are you doing? What's happening? Like, why mm-hmm. is that? Like, what what is the process? What are we doing? What what's going on with it? So, mm-hmm. I mean, to kind of get that that part of the conversation going, if somebody complains, you should remove them, right? Mm-hmm. Like that that's kind of rule number one. Uh, if somebody says, "I don't want these anymore," like I think this is spam, I'm reporting this back up, and you get a report that is a complaint report from you know somebody like Yahoo or Microsoft or, or really anybody who does that through feedback loops, yeah. you want to obey that and you want to make sure you get rid of that user. Mm-hmm expeditedly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to wait. You don't want to say like, hey, it's going to take 24, 48, a week to process mm-hmm. your your removal. Like get rid of them. If they said they don't want you anymore, mm-hmm. they might not want you anymore. Yeah. So rather than making it more upset, keep th- sending them emails, trying to do different things like that, get rid of them, remove them from, from your list because you've already gotten to the point where somebody's saying like, hey, I don't want this. And usually that's a big step for a user. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there isn't a whole lot of times where if somebody goes in there and just like, okay, I'm just going to move it to the spam folder or I'm just going to delete it, mm-hmm. you know, and then that, that's fine. It's easier, right? It's convenient. Mm-hmm. But for somebody to actually click on a message and say, this is spam, don't send me anything anymore. Like that's mm-hmm. a big step. And yeah. that takes user interaction. That's going to be a lot more than just like, oh, let me just remove it right now. Yeah. Because so, if you think about it, like really in your day, daily life, how many times do you mark messages as spam? 
It's easier to just hit the delete button. Yeah, yeah boom, boom, exactly. boom, 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 boom. So gone. if I'm receiving these enough and I'm like, gee, like I just can't believe it. I'm still getting these messages. Like I, I don't know where I signed up for this. I don't, I don't, I don't even talk to these guys anymore. Like I've deleted these messages. I don't know how many times. I'm just gonna mark it as spam. To kind of avoid that, again, check your list. Like, is this user engaged? Do you have a sunset policy in place to where you're not berating, you know, <laughs> these people and saying like, hey, did you hear that last time? What about this time? What about this time? What about this time? What about this time? Even though they haven't been engaged or open or click messages. So it, it's a good to have those uh, policies in place. Right. Yeah. No, that, that is definitely good. Because if you don't and you start getting a lot of those, if you're not taking care of the the processes like that we talked about last time with all this engagement thing, um, you know, sunset policies and. Uh, you know everything else that we we, we kind of harp on over and over again when we're mm-hmm. talking about the subject, and you start getting a lot of complaints, and people start you know just sending you to the spam folder and and doing things. Everybody tracks that, and and we've mentioned that here over and over again, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that can really make your reputation go down quickly if stuff like that starts happening. If you offend somebody with an email, and if people get very offended with something, like it, it's not just a quick like, oh, you know, one or two people, and then my reputation kind of suffers a little bit. No, it's like, it can be a flood of things, and it can get you in trouble very quickly. So mm-hmm. making sure that you're hitting, one, the right audience, that you're you're just sending good email, like things that people want to hear and want to see, and is part of what you're doing and why they signed up for your to receive your emails in the first place. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a good thing. And then making sure that you're just, you're just very careful and try to prevent those things. So if you're not tracking engagement and you're just sending to people blindly, like that's when you can get into those situations where somebody can complain against your stuff because. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what, what does it take? You know, it takes a few dozen emails that you get that you yeah. don't want to see anymore that you just keep getting no matter what you're doing with them. doesn't matter if you're deleting them. doesn't matter what's going on. You know, you still keep getting them. And it's at that point, like after you haven't interacted, after you haven't done anything, after you haven't, you know, you keep deleting these and then you complain. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not just a sentiment from us. Like it's something that people just do. Like it's, it's natural. Yeah. Uh, so the quicker you can remove them, the quicker you can remove them once they're not engaging. Yes, get rid of them and, and get them out of there because there's no reason to kind of keep sending to them if they're not doing anything with your messages. Well, then I guess the... The better way to receive that interaction from somebody and the, the way that we would rather receive a notification that you don't want to receive messages anymore uh, from somebody is, uh, you know, the unsubscribe link. Yeah. Making sure that's visible. Making sure that you know you actually have it in there, <laughs> you yes. know, uh, you know, making it easy for somebody to unsubscribe is a lot. Receiving that feedback is like a lot better than getting a complaint for sure. Right. So what you're saying is. Well, I don't know if this is any better, though. But rather than getting dumped or ghosted, yeah. <laughs> ghosted might be the, the the most offensive, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if everybody's going to know that. What ghosted is? Yeah. Do you know what ghosted is? Uh, Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, do you want me to explain? Someone it? ghosted you, Eric? <laughs> yeah. Have you been that offended? Uh, yeah. I you know what? Um, I've been a ghoster and a ghostie. Oh. I know. I know. But, you know, it's it's when, you know, you just stop engaging. You know, you just stop interacting. You just stop. <laughs> you do that. You, like, fade what? away. You know, you just, like, moonwalk into uh, hedges like Homer Simpson does. You know? <laughs> you know just that's probably a, the worst way to break up with somebody, yeah. by the way. Don't ever do that. But I, that's kind of what complaining mm-hmm. is, too, though. Like, when you're mm-hmm. looking at complaints, like, it hurts. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to – you don't want somebody to, like, say, like, oh, your stuff is so offensive to me or, like, I don't want your stuff so much that I'm just going to complain against you. You. Like right. it, it's it's a little offensive, but mm-hmm. you know there's always the friend zone also. 
not great. You know, yeah. definitely not something you want to see or, or feel or, or be on that level. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes that's a little bit better. And those are the unsubscribes. It's a, yeah. That's like uh, in the relationship world <laughs> equivalent, uh, you know, the friend mm-hmm. zone is definitely the unsubscribe zone. Yeah. And I think I've done that to a few things. Uh, yeah. You know, I've definitely unsubscribed from, you know, specific newsletters that I was really into, you know, yeah. kind of back in the day. And, you know, like I used to watch a, like a lot of that. I don't know if you know, like Dignation was this huge podcast. When podcasts were first coming out, it was a video podcast. And they did all these like news articles. And man, I used to like, I subscribed to that every day. And like they would show, always post these things. And then I just realized, and this happened like a month ago. This is why it's so fresh. <laughs> I just realized that I haven't opened one of their emails or uh, newsletters in like months. Really? Or like not even months, but like actually years. And I really? had. Yeah. Like it was like, ugh, my mailbox hundreds, was terrible. Like hundreds uh, of messages. Hundreds and hundreds, if not oh like 2,000 messages. Like, I just didn't like. So if they open, were tracking engagement. Like, I was on the latter been. side of like that yeah. that spectrum, and I was like, you know what? I know where this site is. Like, I know that if I want some kind of like squirrely news, like or something <laughs> that's kind of like out of left field, I know yeah. where to go. But you know, for now, I'm just gonna unsubscribe to this because I don't. I'm not even reading any of these. Yeah. You know, sorry, Dig. You're awesome, but <laughs> just not today. Not today. Yeah, know, I'll come back to you when I'm, you know, when I get my mailbox. In order. Yeah, and, and sometimes <laughs> that's exactly what it means. I mean, I know there are certain things that I just I don't need all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm getting ready to buy a house, then yes, I'm going to subscribe like to some places that might be able to help me out with the home loan. Mm-hmm. But once I buy a house. I don't need a home loan anymore. Like I've gotten where I need to be. You know, yeah. if I do feel like I need to refinance, like I'll go look for it again. And, and that's okay. That's not a bad thing. I, I'd rather than somebody, you know, making it that I can't unsubscribe or that I try to unsubscribe and that I can't unsubscribe because they keep sending me stuff. Like that is way more offensive. Like I'm less likely to use your services at that point. Like I don't, I don't have a need for your services if you're just going to do that kind of stuff to me because I said no. No means no. No means no. <laughs> so, you know, and, and mm-hmm. maybe I'll warm up to the relationship again. But we need to respect that part of it. We need to respect mm-hmm. those rules because if you don't, then you, you can really truly offend somebody. Yeah. And then an unsubscribe turns into complaint and then you're in really big trouble. So yeah. that, that's what we're trying to avoid and that's what we're trying to prevent. So, yes, definitely, definitely, definitely check that out. And and really, you know, when it comes down to it and you look at unsubscribes, there's some places that do really good unsubscribes subscribe options. I know a few of them for me, like, uh, I don't want to keep name dropping people, but yeah. there's definitely a newsletter that sends me some really cool stuff. Like, uh, I'm into electronics. I'm yeah. into, you know, music and sound and just a bunch of different stuff. Even some, some style. I don't always show that I'm dressed in style, but you know, it's, it's, I like it. Sometimes I just maybe maybe once in a while I have dreams of dressing up and looking nice, but that hardly ever happens. Hardly ever happens. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. But, I was shaking my head that entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's definitely one of those things that I, I do like getting stuff in my, my inbox to uh, – to let me know what's what's out there and what's available for me to, mm-hmm. to check out. But I don't necessarily need it every day. I don't want it every day. And yeah. there's definitely a subscription service that sends me a bunch of, like, they vary from, they, they send me electronic stuff, they send me music mm-hmm. stuff, they send me clothing stuff, like, and it's mm-hmm. all stuff that I've said, yes, like, I'm interested. Hit me up. I want to I wanna see what's out there and what's new and what's available for me to purchase. But only do it once a week. And they have the customization available. Like, they, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can get something every day. I can get something 
two, three, four times a day if I really wanted to, but I, I don't have the ability to look at my mailbox that often and really see that kind of stuff. Even then, when they send me the once a week email, I'm like, okay, cool, like let me check this out, look through some few, a few things. A lot of times I'll even click on something just to take me to their webpage so I can see what else I've missed throughout the week, but I don't need it every day, I don't want it every day. So mm-hmm. rather than only giving me an option to either get daily or nothing, they give me that option to do once a week, once a month even, or oh, really, right. like, really pick and choose what's the kind of stuff that I do want to be emailed about and what's the kind of stuff I just want in my feed whenever I go to their website. So, mm-hmm. you know, user, I guess, customization, like, you know, customization to give the audience what they want and and really narrow it down as much as they want to is super, mm-hmm. super helpful. I know if I'm like that, I know I'm not the only person who's like that. I know there's a lot of people out there who really, really do, do that kind of stuff and really want to only see it every once in a while or maybe they do want it all the time. And that's great. Give them that option. But if you don't have any options, that makes it a lot more difficult. Right on. Well, if you want to see a picture of Jonathan in his top hat and his gold chain with his alarm clock around his neck, <laughs> please let us know. That's definitely, <laughs> definitely not happening. Check out all his fashion news and tips on uh, his fashion talk <laughs> podcast that he has. That he's We're going to have to start one. I'm going to have to start dressing up and do that. Yeah, but we'll see. Until then, probably not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, you know, at the end of this, well, actually, at this time, we're wrapping up season one. Uh, we're going to be concentrating on a few other things, uh, some uh, video posts that we're going to be doing on the website. Uh, so please go check us out at uh, mailgun.com. Um, but also um, look at some of the informational documentation that we have out there, things that we just released about uh, the gubernator. Uh, <laughs> and that's on the blog, mailgun.com slash blog. Yeah. But check definitely, it out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely check it out we also just put out some information about email warm-up plans so check that out as well if you're interested uh, and also let us know um, if there's a subject or something that you'd like for us to talk about or, or to hear up in the upcoming season when we return probably in the next few weeks or i think a couple months maybe maybe sooner just depending on how much we we get out of our other projects uh you know we'll be returning and you know we'd like to hear y'all's feedback but until then Jonathan, appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully we'll talk again soon. Uh, Yeah. Till then. Thanks, y'all. This has been a Milligan production, an email delivery service focused on providing better deliverability for developers and businesses alike with over 150,000 customers. Learn more at Milligan.com. 